Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. You've been reading to us from one of your books. It's called My Dear Child. And uh, this book consists of a series of messages that God gave to you as you listened to him some years ago now, over a 12-day period, Colin. And it shows us that God has something to say about every situation we find ourselves in. And the messages are so personal, aren't they? Mm. And so opposite. I mean, they're so appropriate to what goes on in our lives day by day. But you know, my favourite one is entitled My Sin Record and it's just a blank page. Yes, it is. Two blank pages in front of us. <laughs> yeah, the first one is My Sin Record and there's absolutely nothing on there. Uh, and then the next one is called Your Sin Record and in brackets, Once You Have Been Forgiven and then there's nothing there for the rest of the page. I think that was just so neat and the Lord just told me to do that. didn't take because, you long to write that one. Yeah, no, it didn't take long to write that one <laughs> but I thank God that when he forgives us He obliterates our record of sin. Isn't that wonderful? But today I'm going to read first a section called I Encourage Your Faith. My dear child, the trying times build and encourage your faith, for they teach you how to rely on me. I prove that I will never fail you or leave you, no matter what the situation. Sometimes there are stubborn problems in your life. It seems that no matter how much you pray about them, they persist. But I am the God of perfect timing. I know precisely when and how to meet with you. Have you noticed how many times you have been in the right place at the right time to hear a particular message? And my spirit has moved in a way especially relevant for you. These things are not coincidental. They are not accidents. They are evidence of the way in which I plan the details of your life. I want to lead you and provide for you, but you don't always listen to what I say. I give you a simple command and you question whether you are able to hear my voice so distinctly. Do you think I want to make it hard for you to hear me? Why should I do that? I know how to speak to you, and I am teaching you to recognize my voice. Faith comes from hearing me. But how many times have I spoken to you and you have not heeded what I said? Later you have thought, that must have been the Holy Spirit. I want you to realize, my child, that you do hear my voice. I don't nag at you like the enemy does. That persistent nagging never comes from me. I gently speak my word to your heart. The enemy shouts at you and tries to drown out my voice. You don't have to listen to his shouts. Listen to my still, small voice. Let me carry the burden. You have felt defeated when you have tried to take my power to people in great need. Those who are crippled and deformed, the blind and those in the depths of depression. You haven't been able to meet their need, have you? 
You have felt a failure because you know I am almighty and I can heal such people. You thought that if you were a better Christian, you would be able to do such things in my name. For if Jesus came into those situations in person, the people would be instantly healed. But remember this, my child. Jesus didn't heal every sick person when he came on earth. He healed all who came to him in faith. This is still the principle by which I work. Don't take the burden upon yourself. I want to increase your faith and your willingness to see how I can use you. I want you to take my love and power to those desperately needy people. But I don't ask you to take their burdens upon yourself. I am the one who carries their burdens. If you go to them in my name, child, then I will always give you the right words to say, the right prayer to pray, and you will see change in their lives. You will not always see dramatic results, however. It may be that the total need is not met instantly. I don't promise that all the answers to your prayers will be in the form of instantaneous miracles. No, my child, I want to take this false burden of guilt from you. Go into every situation knowing that you are an instrument of my love and power. You will be fruitful on every occasion if you remember this. Don't set false expectations as your standard. In every situation, listen to the voice of my Spirit so that I can make clear to you what I intend to do. You only have to be faithful in doing what I ask of you. Sometimes I use a number of people to minister to one of my children. Each person I send has a distinctive part to play. So take heed to what I say, my child. Then you will not leave with a false sense of condemnation that you are powerless to help. You are not powerless. You can take the resources of my love and power in the way I teach you. Of course, my beloved, sometimes you will see mighty things. Give me all the glory for these. But consider this. When you go into a situation and obey the voice of my Spirit, bringing about a small but necessary change in a person, that obedience is as important to me as the times when you stepped out in dynamic faith to see a mighty miracle. You see, my child, I love obedience. It is the expression of your love for me. Loving Difficult People My dear child, some people are very difficult to love, aren't they? Especially the demanding ones. They are very insecure with little assurance of my love and acceptance. Their insecurity produces a pattern of manipulation which usually begins in childhood. They don't expect love from people, 
so they have to manipulate. It's very difficult for them to believe anybody loves them for themselves, even me. I will send you people to love, but they will never be demanding. In fact, that is how you will distinguish those I send from those the enemy puts in your way to sap your resources of love. Those I send come humbly, sensitive to your needs, and aware of the nuisance they might be to you. Demanding people don't mind how much they drain you or how much time they take. No matter what you give them, they always want more. You give them time and they want more time. You give them love and they want more love. You give them money and they want more money. Such people will waste much of your time if you let them. They will appear to be better when you have spent time and prayed with them, only to be back on your doorstep a few days later, asking you to go through the whole performance again. Instead of teaching these people to depend upon me, you will find that they become dependent on you. They will drain you of all your energy and abuse your willingness to love them. The way to love manipulative people is by not yielding to their demands. Don't ignore them, but love them with my love, not in the way they demand to be loved. This means you must learn to be strong. You see, manipulative people are very good at accusing Christians, making them feel condemned. They suggest you don't love them enough. You don't really care. You don't really want to love me, do you? Such accusation makes you feel guilty, as if you have failed the test of love completely. You feel you have to go out of your way to show you genuinely love them. This is yielding to their demands. Manipulation works by creating a sense of false guilt in others. Manipulative people always seem to get their own way while everybody else adjusts to them. Love these people, my child, by being strong. Make it very clear that you will not be manipulated by listening to their accusations. I warn you, my child, such people will not always take kindly to this. They will get angry. They will say that if you don't love them in the way they demand, they will want nothing more to do with you. You will be accused of rejecting them. But remember, I don't accuse my children. The enemy accuses through other people and even uses scripture to do so. In relationships such as these, there is a spiritual battle. You are not waging war against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual principalities and powers. These people are bound. They have no liberty in the spirit. I love them and want to use you to help them by refusing to yield to their tactics. Manipulative people resent it when others stand up to them, but find a security in those who are prepared to be strong. In their hearts, they know this is what they need. They must repent of their manipulation and accusations. They need to be brought to a true revelation of my love, acceptance, and forgiveness, which cannot be earned or manipulated. I already love them with a perfect love. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 